Hi, and welcome back to It's Not Rocket Science by Questions Over Coffee. I'm delighted to be here today with Julie, Julie Wilkinson. Julie runs an accounting firm, we'll get into that in a little bit, uh, and she helps businesses to grow through, ac- grow through acquisition with confidence, credibility, and calculated risk, which I think is fantastic. I'm really looking forward to hearing about that, particularly the calculated risk, Julie. So, um, well, welcome to It's Not Rocket Science, Five Questions Over Coffee. Thank you. Well, thanks for having me. No problem. So uh, let's start with the sort of, you know, those customers who you are trying to help, particularly those who are looking to grow by acquisition. Yeah, so we have an accounting and consultancy firm. Um, there are sort of three types of clients that we help mainly. So we have um, a lot of people we work with are in the end potentially looking to exit. Um, so they're looking at what they want the business to be worth when they exit the business. Um, the acquisitions come into play often because they have a growth span that's not really viable just going organically. So the acquisitions is a route to help people expand quicker so that they can meet their exit strategies on the time frame that they want. So we help people plan their financial strategy longer term and then help them look at acquisitions and also then work with them to do the due diligence when they buy those businesses. Difficult job, actually, sometimes the uh, that that's that span of trying to sort of grow quickly, isn't it? What, what do you find that businesses have done without professional help like you to try and do that? And, you know, sometimes I know because I get involved in some of it is is the difficulties they end up getting themselves into. Yeah, so I think not bringing on enough finance support or enough on in the business. And I think that's often because people don't know it's out there, I suppose. So. What, what I tend to find when businesses are getting to a sort of about half a million stage, you know, they are starting to get to the place where they could potentially, you know, have an FD or a CFO. Now, that might be part time, but I still think people often get to that stage and like, are a bit worried about spending money. So they, they creep and, and then people creep quickly and then it gets a bit out of control because um, what so sometimes owners are quite some people are good at financial analysis and some people aren't and people, some people are more savvy with business than others but even if you have got the time we find that when uh, and you're quite good at it you get to the size when you don't have the time to actually do it anymore so you end up just not doing it but you haven't brought anyone in to do it for you and that's where people I think fall short of the financial analysis because they either don't do it at all or they've tried to do it but they just don't have time yeah, yeah, and, and and interesting. I was having a conversation with with somebody this morning who was in a position where they were wanting to rapidly accelerate, but they, you know, you start asking questions about cash flow forecasts and where are they at the run rate, and they there is a blank look, and you go, okay, I think one of the problems might be that you haven't yet really grasped what your financials are, and. As they really need the sort of the help of somebody to sort of, you know, sit them down and explain how they do that sort of thing. And then suggest, well, perhaps you need somebody one day a week to just come in and hold your hand through this, because otherwise you're right. You know, 18 months down the road, it's become extremely complicated and they fail to grasp some of those cash flow forecasts or run rates and things like that, which actually make it very difficult for them to grow any further. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, it becomes a bit overwhelming for people sometimes because they've got so much to think about. But at the end of the day, if you want to grow, you've got to put, you know, some, someone like a CFO or someone like out will help, will take a lot of the work off them. But they are going to have to be open that they need some time to actually grasp yeah. and cost the strategy thoughts. If people can't do this type of growth without putting days aside, 
to actually deal with the growth and there's no point in trying to do the process even we can build the best reports in the world but if you never have any time to take it in then it's not a bit of a pointless exercise anyway brilliant brilliant uh, julie what help do you help with uh, doing this initially with some some of the clients you come across i guess you don't immediately just launch in and sort of say right it's it's two thousand pounds a day for me to even start uh, engaging with you what's the sort of route into getting help so it, it, it does kind of depend where they are and who they are. So the two main types of clients is either we just get buyers coming to us who are just looking to grow by acquisition. Now, they could have businesses or it could be like a sideline business. So if it's if you're at an acquisition stage, we come in sort of when they found the businesses because we're not brokers, so we don't help people find businesses. So they're either a buyer, um, but obviously a buyer can be a business, but if it's like an independent buyer, that's where it come in. So, but then on a generic business, if they're looking to grow, yeah, like you said, they're prob- we, prob- we have like a, what we call a discovery session, which is basically a deep dive where we go in and sort of assess where the business is. Um, because we find people that want to grow by acquisition, if they haven't got their own internal processes sorted, it can make it worse, basically, because they're bringing in more complex scenarios into their business and they don't even measure their own business, let alone another one. So um, we would sort of assess it to say, well, one, do we think they're ready? And two, like how we would get them on that journey to being ready to do the acquisition. The exit strategy is a whole other conversation because obviously that's more about them building their own internal processes yeah. so that the business is more of an asset than, um, than just sort of like a lifestyle. Um, but it all encompasses really into the same sort of journey because the acquisition is just an option within that growth journey. Uh, you can still exit and grow without an acquisition, um, but you still need to set, set things in place to actually be able to exit to maximise value at the end. Love it. Absolutely love it. The fact that you're talking about that, um, you know, once again, that's really the sort of thing that, that we deal with here, which is actually helping people to understand that, you know, you can't exit a business if you're still at the centre of it. And if it's still you and everything you do, that's no longer an asset. That's 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 you. And and to turn that business into something which is potentially saleable. I only say potentially because too many times I find business owners who will turn around and go, well, I don't want to I don't want to leave that much control in other people's hands. The answer is, well, you don't want to leave your business then, do you? So you might as well accept it. But, you know, in order to be able to sort of get to the point where you can leave the business, you have to have processes, systems, checklists, database, all the rest of things which are in other people's control that you can say, well, so long as they're doing everything that I need them to do, then I can actually walk away and leave the business in good hands. And that's when it becomes a saleable asset. Until then, it's just, as you say, it, it may be a very large uh, lifestyle business, but it's, it's, it's still at the, at the heart. It's still a lifestyle business. Yeah, and if you broke down the different areas of finance that we help with, we would help in different areas. So we have different levels of staff. So we have bookkeepers. So they would sort of help businesses with day-to-day bookkeeping, keeping on top of their reconciliations and making sure the integrity is in order. Um, then we sort of got our CFOs, which would, help, which would help with the strategy. So if someone said to us, well, I want to exit in five years, we would say, well, before we do anything, let's build the forecast initially just to see, like, if you carried on as you were, where would you be, like, the value, and then looking at, like, what are the opportunities or the milestones they have to get to get there. Um, and then you would have sort of the governance and controls piece around the organisation. So that would be more like, like, who's doing what and where are the controls. So the example I generally use to people, if they wanted to pay a supplier, if they own the still paying suppliers and they wanted someone else to pay a supplier, 
would they have an end-to-end order to payment control process so they could feel comfortable that someone would do that and it wouldn't go wrong um and and sort of so our thing is we can do like governance and control so we can help look at the organizational structure and how those controls would help minimize like risk of error and fraud brilliant Julie, what what is there is there a particular book or program or or, or course that that you sort of you, you you learned your craft through and you'd recommend other people to sort of get hold of and start thinking? Well, I so I'm a chartered management accountant by trade. I mean, I've been chartered for over ten years. I've worked in sort of finance and different areas of finance for over twenty years. So I don't there there isn't. Yeah, obviously there's courses and books that can give you knowledge, but I just think this type of thing comes with experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I don't, the, I don't believe there's any course or book that could help someone magically do all this themselves overnight. Um, I think obviously there's courses that can give people knowledge, um, some guidance. They, I, I just think the best thing to do is get the right help from the right people, because obviously we would be expecting. So when we when we come to look at um, organizational structure of a business you know the first thing we'd be saying to people they want to exit is have you got a management team now that management team would probably include one of our CFOs but it wouldn't only be the CFO it'd be you know do you have a sales director do you have a managing director an ops director maybe you know and if they don't have those people the first thing we'd be sort of thinking is well you need to stop and go and get them yeah (laughs) management team so um but obviously you know there are I don't particularly read that much of us I do listen to some podcasts but I, I don't think there's anything I don't feel there's one course or book that could give the overall knowledge of finance because it's too detailed and that's why people study for years to learn it and get the experience from it of course there are some excellent podcasts out there and I'm not going to mention any one in particular <laughs> but if you're not listening to this one you've clearly done something seriously wrong in your life anyway moving on uh, Julie there must be one question that I'm currently uh, sort of poised to ask you and it must be sort of on the tip of your tongue I wish you'd ask me the following question. So I'm going to ask you to specify what is the fifth question I should ask you. And then once you've answered the question, what is that question? You should answer it for us. Yeah. So the question, well, I'm, I'm sort of taught, I'm doing this question to help business owners, really. I, I just think business owners need to sit. The question I'd be asking is, as a business owner, um, how do I know I need more financial support? That's what, I, that's what I think the business owners should be asking themselves because it's difficult to know what their account is. And I think, you know, my answer to that would be if you don't have a forecast, and I don't mean one in your head or written down on a whiteboard, I mean sort of like a five-year plan with a bit of a cash flow. <laughs> if you don't have the actual KPIs and markers documented and some form of management report that lets you report on those. And, and so that means everything, not just, you know, writing a few marketing things down on a whiteboard again, you know, to help people track things. If you don't have those things in and don't regularly get information that you understand, then that's when you need more financial support because you need those things to start making decisions. Julia, I love your question. And uh, it would be one thing that I would uh, spend a lot of my time talking to customers about, actually, which is, yeah, have you actually understood the information you've been given by people or indeed have you got any information because there are so many that when you ask about information just have no nothing at all which they can actually sort of point at so i love the question i think it's brilliant thank you so much okay look we've come to the end of uh, the five questions with julie um if you would like to get notifications about when we have an upcoming um 
discussion such as this one and want to join in, uh, join us live, even ask questions, uh, make comments, uh, go to this link, which is tca.fyi forward slash subscribe. That's tca.fyi forward slash subscribe. Get on the mailing list. Um, we've had quite a number of people join in the last few uh, days. And uh, you'll get a notification that we've got an interview coming up, such as people like Julie. You get some interesting information. It's not it's not all sales. It's about helping you build a better business. So, Julie, thank you so much for coming on. I really encourage people to get onto your website and find out about the sort of thing that you do in terms of getting people to sort of acquire and think about how to acquire sensibly and with sensible strategies. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.